Hey everyone, hey, I got to talk to you about something that is, uh, man, this is some serious stuff. And uh, before we get going, I, I, I look at this, we're still in New Zealand, we're getting ready for the next conference as we leave here, uh, traveling with Billy Crone and Brandon. Uh, but there really are some things that I think we need to pay a lot more attention to than almost anybody is. Even in the prophecy world, we need, really need to be alert to what's happening. Right now, I'm standing on the stock. We're walking around uh, the area of Auckland in New Zealand. Beautiful place. But as we look at this world, uh, so many people are blind to what is really happening. And I'm telling you something, the zero, everything is zeroing in. Uh, I, I don't know when we're going to be caught up to meet the Lord in there. I don't know when the trumpet's going to sound, but we really need to be paying attention because there's such serious things that are going on. We could talk about the climate. We can talk about the climate lies. We can talk about cloud seeding. We can talk about so many different things that are going on, all the strange weather things. We can talk about the increase of earthquakes. We can talk about the wars and rumors of wars, the lawlessness abounding. We can talk about so many different things, but let's just zero in on where the bullseye is in everything. I want you to think of this, all right? In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus told the religious leaders, he said this, in Jerusalem, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Your house is left to you desolate. In other words, Jesus is saying the day is coming when you will cry out for me to save you. You will look upon him who is, who is pierced, prophet Zechariah said, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for their only son. The day is coming when Israel is going to look to Jesus for help. But before that day comes, we also know the entire world is going to, is going to be against Jerusalem, against Israel. And we look at some of the things that are happening in the news. You put all the different things together, folks, this is serious, all right? Now, we've been hearing about the UN and specifically UNRWA, uh, the UN uh, Relief and Works Agency, in this case for the Palestinian refugees. We have the media in the Western world that is covering for them. It's been exposed. There were 12 UNRWA employees that were caught as Hamas terrorists, but it is way, way, way worse than that. This is disturbing. So the media in the Western world is covering for the UN, and they're just calling these 12 Hamas terrorists bad apples. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Let's think through this. Joe Kerr notes, he says this, there were 12,000, get that, 12,000 UNRWA employees in Gaza. Out of those, at least 10% have proven direct ties to one of the three terror organizations operating there. This is just unbelievable. Wow. Employing them in hospitals, in schools, paying them money, hiding their true identity and actions. The UN is behind this. And we've seen what they've been doing in the hospitals. The UN, the U, listen, the UN is funding people to come across the border of the United States of America. We have the US government complicit in opening up the borders. Folks, we see what is happening. This is way more serious than anybody is taking it. Continuing, he writes, according to their own data, get this, 50% of UNRWA employees have at least one direct family member who is actively involved in, with one of the terror groups. Wow. 
That is unbelievable, 50%. Continuing, half of their employees have reason to support terror, have in the past or literally have a terrorist living in their home. Unbelievable. Now think of this, the Palestinians, this is just unbelievable. The Palestinians are the only group in the UN history to a permanent refugee status. Is this ridiculous or what? They can move to another country, start a business, raise a family, become wealthy, and even become involved in their new home's politics. Like Rashida Tlaib, you know who she is? Or who's that, Elan Omar, whatever she, whatever status she claims. And again, we watch the borders of the United States. There's more here. Unbelievable. Palestinian refugees are the only group whose refugee status is inherited, even if they adopt those children are refugees. The original refugee can die, his kids can die, his grandkids can live in a, uh, America with wealth, houses and jobs, but all are still UNRWA Palestinian refugees and their kids will be too. It just continues from there and only gets worse. Only the Palestinians get special treatment, special funding, perpetual status. Wow. And he writes, now consider they represent a non-existent nation or people group that has no history, no land, no language, and no official status anywhere except for the UN. UNRWA, he continues, is not the only UN group that has been proven to be directly connected to terrorist organizations, merely the one to Gaza. Uh, they run the schools and most hospitals and are exclusively in charge of distributing all UN relief money supplies and aid to uh, in Gaza. They have absolute power. And as of 2023, nearly 6 million Palestinian, Palestinians are registered refugees with UNRWA. Wow. And it just gets worse. As you continue to look what is going on with the UN, you watch their climate lies that they are cramming down their throat with the World Health Organization, uh, World Economic Forum, and all the rest of them. We know that the UN hates Israel. It's the same UN uh, that with UNRWA that wants to give all of Jerusalem back to uh, the so-called Palestinians. And you look at this, this is absurd. So you close the entire Jewish quarter. What do you do with the Armenian quarter? What do you do with these things? According to the UN, you just surrender it, just move on, join in with from river to the sea, Palestine will be free. What does that mean? It means kill all the Jews. Folks, this is anti-Semitic. And it also plays right into a replacement theology, which we hear about where there's churches that teach that God has replaced Israel with the church. This is just absolutely absurd. Uh, Romans chapter 11, has God, has God done with Israel? Certainly not. You look at the NAR movement, New Apostolic Reformation. What is it? Hey, we're going to fix the world. This is what we're going to do. By our Christian influence, we're going to make the world a better place. So don't you be teaching Bible prophecy. Don't you be talking about the nation of Israel. Don't you be saying that uh, Jerusalem is the place, place there's going to be this covenant, Daniel chapter 9, uh, regarding Daniel chapter 9 and Antichrist. Don't you be saying these things. Don't be saying that the rapture is going to happen. Don't be saying any of these things because we're going to fix the world. And then after the thousand years of us having a perfect world, then Jesus will come back. Listen, that is, th these things are just lies. And so we look at what's going on with UNRWA. We look at what's going on with the UN. The UN 
probably overall the largest funder of terror in the world. And you look at all of these different things as the whole world is focusing in on the nation of Israel, just as the Bible says it would, that Israel would be abandoned, Israel would be cursed, Israel would be surrounded. Folks, we are watching it develop. I don't know how much time we have left, but I do know this. We need to be about our Father's business. We need to be salt and light in this world. We need to be telling other people about the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to do everything that we possibly can to minister and take as many people to heaven with us as possible through the gospel of Jesus, that they would be saved. Folks, everything is happening exactly as the Bible says it would, and it is happening faster and faster and faster and faster. Hey, listen, by the way, we are in Australia, and now we're in New Zealand. We're getting ready to go to the next place with uh, Billy and, and Brandon and the other guys. And uh, I, I look, and it's been an exciting time here. We've seen so much fruit. Uh, people being saved in Australia, people get coming to faith in Christ here in New Zealand. Uh, we've seen crowds. It's been a blessing. We've been able to minister to the remnant church. And you might be thinking, I'm part of the remnant church. Praise the Lord. Uh, you might be thinking the closest I have to church is something like this, watching on video. It's the only place I get the truth. Listen, it looks like things are changing. Church is different. We all know that. We can see it. But be encouraged. God is doing a great work. So if maybe you're watching right now this from Australia or from New Zealand, listen, be encouraged, you guys. Uh, we can't wait to come back if we are not caught up to meet the Lord in there. But I do suspect we're going to hear the trumpet uh, calling us home soon enough. But if not, this is what we're going to do together. We're going to press forward. And I also want to thank all of you who just support Hope for Our Times. It's the only way that we can go places and bring the gospel to the remnant in person and travel there. And there's a lot, there's a, an awful lot to it. And I especially just want to get a, give a shout out to all of you who do support us and encourage us and, and link arms with us that we can do these things, knowing that we are storing our treasure in heaven. Listen, God bless you guys. I'll be giving you another update. And on Thursday, I'll be bringing this. You can't make this up. In the meantime, what do we do? As we see all these things begin to take place, what do we do? We look up, we lift up our head because our redemption draws near. God bless y'all. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.